Yusim Podcast. Assalamualaikum and greetings. Welcome to Yusim Podcast. My name is Dr. Norhidaya Azman from the Faculty of Science and Technology, and today we're talking about part two of the ethics of image rendering using artificial intelligence. So in the first part of this podcast, I already talked about the examples of AI imaging tools and also the current issues surrounding the usage of these tools. So in the previous podcast, I already talked about the examples of AI imaging tools and I also talked about the current issues surrounding the usage of these tools. So for today's podcast, I will continue with the discussion on the ethics of using these AI image rendering tools. So we will be talking about the aspects in Islam and also some ethical considerations that we can remember when we're trying to use these AI imaging tools. So, I've already mentioned a lot in the previous podcasts about mass amateurization, unrealistic beauty standards, accessible art form, and I also talked about biases and devaluing copyright. So, with a lot of stuff going on right now, naturally we come to the point of ethics and regulation. Now, back in 2018, Microsoft, the giant software company, they actually wrote a public call they asked for more people to come and sit down and talk about image detection, about AI surrounding computer vision. They tried calling government agencies, tech companies, the users themselves. Everybody needed to sit down, have a big roundtable discussion, and talk about what are we going to do about computer vision in general, facial recognition in particular, and where this entire technology of AI imaging is going to go. This was back in 2018, and now it's already 2023. And now we see this explosion of AI imaging tools all around, and legislation, meaning laws, they are still playing catch-up to technologies that we have today. So, now how do we look at it from the Islamic perspective? Now, if we look at the Islamic perspective of image rendering, if you look at, at Islam, basically there are no specific... Um, rules itself that says, oh, don't do images. At the moment, there are no issues with art form itself, meaning that art in itself is a way of self-expression. It's a way for you to be creative. We've seen a lot of Islamic artwork that are geometric in shape, and they're very pretty. So Islam does not stop you from making pretty things. So Islam allows for all that. However, there is an exception when it comes to fauna, when it comes to living things. So we have to be really careful when we're trying to portray things that are living. Now, why, are, why is this? Now, there are several reasons for this. Number one, we want to avoid idolatry, meaning we want to avoid creating something that people will end up worshipping. We don't want to create something that people will prey upon. So we want to avoid idolatry. And then number two, we are not supposed to play God. We are not supposed to recreate things uh, the way that God created them, because that is something that we can and will be asked about in the afterlife. That is the belief in Islam. So when it comes to living things, we have to be extra careful about these things. The Quran itself strongly emphasized several things about falsehoods. So basically, we need to emphasize truths. In Al-Baqarah verse 42, do not mix truth with falsehood, 
nor conceal the truth while you know the truth. In Al-Hujrat, verse number 6, if a troublemaker brings you news, check it first, in case you wrong others unwittingly and later regret what you have done. So in all of these cases, we need to be extra careful about portraying living things and sending things that are false. Now, when we talk about filters, like are we spreading falsehoods? If we adjust our photos to make ourselves look prettier, does that mean that we're sending false news to the world? That's something that we should all think about, right? But if we look at it officially, like technically, there are still no fatwas which specifically ban us or specifically tell us we cannot use AI image generators itself. So obviously there's still a gray area when it comes to the usage of AI image generators. There's still a lot of room for discourse when it comes to AI generators. But as I've mentioned before, like there are a lot of Islamic values that pertain to imaging in general. So we do need to be mindful whenever we use these tools. So apart from that, there are many ethical considerations that we can remember when trying to use AI imaging tools. First, full disclosure, which means admit it. Admit when you have used filters, admit when you have used AI generators, and be very aware that if you claim that this is real, that might bite you. <laughs> so try to avoid using the tools and then claiming that, oh, it's all you. So if possible, try to disclose everything. So be truthful if you use these tools, if you use any filters. Second, be hyper aware of the conflict of interest within tech companies. What that means is, in the absence of effective and swift enforcement, these tech companies, they've become the de facto guardians of morality. So what that means is that there is no police, there is no Jabatan Agamu Islam, there are no uh, religious bodies that are monitoring all of these things and then telling people, no, we shouldn't do this, no, we shouldn't do that. There's nothing. So in the end, we are relying on the tech companies themselves to do the censorship. We are relying on them to do the regulation. And in this case, it becomes self-regulation. It's the companies themselves that decide whether something should be done or not. So it is actually good and bad in the sense that it's good if the companies themselves know that they have this moral and public duty to protect everyone involved. But also, if it's something internal, then it also creates this black box, like who decides what's right or what's wrong. Again, how much do biases play into this? Like, what if somebody is okay with one thing, but somebody else is not? Like, who gets to decide where that line is. So we've already talked about biases with white versus black people in the previous podcast. So we also want to be hyper aware that if all these companies have so much power over the kind of images that can get created, then who are the people that decide what images can go out, what images cannot go out. So again, we need to be part of that discussion. So as much as we'd like to trust these companies' judgments, prevailing priorities like profits and cultural biases might be at play. So we need to be aware that companies might have that, right? So we cannot just judge, we cannot just trust their judgments 100%. 
Next, if we are part of the minority, we need representation. What that basically means is that if we know that these companies have a lot of power in determining how these images are created, how these images turn out, the outputs of these generators, then we need to be part of the discussion surrounding that, which means either we create louder voices or we create the technologies themselves. So at the moment, obviously, a lot of the technology is being conquered by the West, but that doesn't mean that we can't play catch up to them. It doesn't mean that we cannot be part of the discussions around what's out there. So we need a louder voice, especially if we are in the minority. So when I say minority, that might mean people being represented in the East, maybe people that are represented in smaller groups, like the way that women are always hypersexualized when it comes to imaging. So we need more women voices, we need more female voices to speak up and stand, stand against these things. So we need to be there, we need to be part of discussion to help with the direction of these AI imaging tools. And then next, we need to embrace the technology. So as much as this technology is becoming more and more disruptive, it is always polarizing, but historically, humanity has always pushed back against anything that's new, anything that's novel. And if anything is different from the way things used to be done, then it's almost human nature to resist it. It's almost human nature to say, oh, I don't want to do anything involving that. That's new. I don't believe in it. I don't think it can do whatever it's supposed to do. But this is part of technology nowadays. And as an artist, for instance, if you feel that, oh, it's AI, it's not the same as a human artist, how about learn how to use it? Learn how to wield it better than anybody else. So you as an artist not only has the skill to make art using human methods, you can also use the technology to create art better than everybody else. So it's much better to embrace the technology rather than to completely discard it and to completely ignore it. As I mentioned before, if we're the minority, we definitely need to be part of the discussion rather than being outside of it completely. So at the end of the day, technology is what we human beings make of it. Now in this podcast, I've covered the ethical issues of the usage of AI imaging tools, I've talked about the Islamic viewpoints. I've talked about ethical considerations of using AI tools. So I really hope that that has been useful to everybody. It is my sincere hope that we collectively embrace these tools because it will be amazing to create a more beautiful world in more ways than one. So thank you so much, everybody. If you would like to listen to other podcast series, you can visit podcasts.usim.edu.my. Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. That's all for me today. Stay tuned with Usim Podcast. Usim Podcast.